Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Talking Blues podcast. My name is Josh, and I'm joined by my friend and co-host Peter No Alex today to recap this Chelsea narrow victory, 3-2 against Luton Town at Luton Town. Cole Palmer, we're going to have a lot to say about him, I'm sure, with two goals in this match, both of them very nice goals, and Matawake getting on the score sheet once again, and yet... We can't talk about Luton Town without mentioning Ross Barkley. It seems that this season, every time Chelsea plays a former player, they cook against the Blues. And that is exactly what Barkley did, scoring a late goal. Adebayo getting a goal late as well in the 87th minute. And, you know, we're going to talk about everything in regards to Luton Town's come from behind, almost draw, almost victory. Uh... I'm going to already say I give a lot of credit to Petrovic for what he did in that. This team and on defense, as they have for most of the season, looked like they were in shambles. Luckily, Pochettino finishes the 2023, at least part of the 23-24 season, with a win and on a high note uh, with Chelsea now, I believe, getting their second or third win in a row. I believe it's their second win in a row. That's what it is. And, um, you know, that takes us into... A couple matches outside the Premier League to start the new year. One in the FA Cup third round against Preston. One in that leg one of the EFL Cup semifinal against Middlesbrough. And we don't come back until a couple weeks into the new year on January 13th against Fulham. Which, by the way, starting back in the Premier League with a match against Fulham should be even more a momentum builder for Chelsea until they play Liverpool a couple weeks after that to end the month of January, because that is going to be a tough match to win. But for right now, no more big picture. We're here, a Chelsea 3-2 win that, Peter, you're going to let us know now how you're doing and your your opening thoughts uh, on this Chelsea win. Well, 
I've said it last time. I'll say it again. I'm always doing better after a show. See you win. But I'm doing well. I'm doing well. You know, despite my heart survived that Luton Town late comeback, I was worried, especially with, you know, Chelsea being charity FC and just the way the season has gone. It was very unsurprising to me that we almost choked it. But luckily, luckily, we we managed to survive. You know, we need that. And and 2023 on a positive note in a big way with three needed points. Obviously, Luton not a good side. So we were expected to win, and it looked like we were doing that. I think we played very very well, like you said. Have a lot to say about Cole Palmer because, like, I mean, what can't you say about him? He's looking. How much did we sign him for? Like forty million, maybe a bit more than that. It's just that's just looking like an insane bargain with the way he's playing right now, scoring goals left and right, getting assists left and right. He just looks so so good, especially that second goal, just to take it around the keeper like that. I guess it was kind of through the keeper almost, but it was a great great finish there. Obviously, he had a good strike for his first goal too. He's just playing so well right now, and. Uh, Nona Madueke obviously scored the other goal. I mean, I feel like Poch can't take him out of the side at this rate. You know, if he's scoring every time he comes on, you know, I mean, he's proving him wrong so far with the way he's been, I don't want to say mistreated, but not getting the game time he potentially deserves. But uh, I will just say that at least Poch learned from mistakes. I saw on Twitter a lot of fans were, I don't know if it was joking or being serious, but I think a lot of fans were doubting if uh, Posh would put Madueke into the starting lineup even after that uh, penalty winning the penalty and scoring it but he obviously did and i think it paid off because scoring that goal great goal on his weaker foot too that's surprising i thought he was more of just a fully left foot guy but it's good to see he's developing like that um so yeah it's just good to see all those goal scorers all those young guys looking like the transfers we make aren't fully always awful we at least get some positives but yeah another win more three points and it's needed so good win Peter, I mean, I don't know where you want to start, but I guess we can do it with Cole Palmer getting suspended for last game, was not able to play, comes back here today and absolutely dominates on the pitch. You start out with that goal in the 12th minute. Chelsea, uh, again, by the way, back-to-back matches now, we can say moving very well uh, and getting that possession and ball movement through in the first 20 to 30 minutes of this match, similar uh, results and, and I guess, yeah, similar results to what we saw in their last match against Crystal Palace, right? And we see it again here in the first 20 minutes. And then again, it breaks down towards the end. The Chelsea uh, possession kind of crumbles and so does their uh, passes around the, the, the field, the pitch. Um, but Palmer was able to finish with a beautiful strike. Also, was it his left foot into the bottom right corner? I think you just kind of touched it was on his that. Left foot, yeah, left foot. And, um, you know, obviously shouldn't have been, uh, you know, originated in the first place if it didn't go from that poor clearance by the Town defender. Uh, but he was able to take advantage of what he got and deliver an absolute strike. And he did it again in the 70th minute, getting another nice goal. So we credit the youngster and, you know, he deserves it. Uh, and Chelsea do deserve to get the credit. They did score three goals in the day. And all we've been asking for is Chelsea to score three goals. And what it looked like when it happened was Chelsea is nearly going to run away with the match at this point. They are up 3-0 in the 70th minute, right? All is well, all is right. And we are playing a a squad and a team that is most likely going to get relegated after this season of of the Premier League. And uh, this is what we wanted. You know, that Alex talked about, I think, last episode. Can we get those games of two, three, four goal, uh, four goals, four goals, excuse me, scored in the game and win by that margin as well, like a two or three or four nothing win. And it looked like we were on to that. 
But I guess Luton Town and the Chelsea defense had other ideas because they come out hot after that third goal by uh, scored by Cole Palmer and just kind of go on the break. Every single time, their counterattack is tremendous. Um, you know, their chances were tremendous. Their corners play was tremendous. It is how they got, uh, I believe, one of the goals uh, by Ross Barkley, I believe, was off a corner or a, uh, at least a cross in to um, the box. And again, like I said, credit where credit's due. Petrovic did all he can to really protect Chelsea and that and be in the saves he was able to save. But even on that autobio goal, that's not even his fault because he was over on the opposite side of that at making another save uh, or, you know, trying to deny another scoring opportunity. Uh, and yes, the defense bailed him out a couple of times. I know there were sprawling clears or very nice clearances by uh, Thiago Silva, um, amongst others that I don't really remember, but I remember there was one by Silva within the box and sure, give credit to them, except for the fact that, you know, I think the reasoning for this, like, sure, we could talk about how good Luton Town's attack was in the last 10 minutes of this match, but I think it really comes down to the Chelsea defense. If we're up 3 nothing, we can't let our foot off the gas. We need to close out games, and that's something that we did not see in this one at all, which almost led to a draw. There were six minutes of additional time in this game, the game was a 3-2 match for a good eight minutes. Nine minutes at that. They scored in the 87th minute, right? And <laughs> it could have very well been a draw. Uh, I think we were lucky to escape with a win. Um, and that's all I'll say on that. No, yeah, I agree. It's, no, it's like you said, I think, you know, Petrovic just partly, Petrovic and Thiago Silva, the combination of them, I think without them there, I don't think we come away with three points. I think it's definitely a draw. Because exactly what you said, Petrovic was doing his best. He was making all those saves. And I think he just got unlucky, uh, especially, yeah, with that Adebayo goal where he, he makes that incredible save on his other side and there's no defender there to clear it on the right. That's not necessarily a defender's fault. It's just pretty unlucky. But like you say, I mean, that's a game we should be staying 3-0, 4-0 and getting more momentum. We should have the momentum that entire game. By the, by the 80th minute, we shouldn't be allowing them goals. We should just be passing it around the back, just keeping the ball, not having to do anything. But I think it, it it's just kind of... Part of the problem, I, I keep saying it whenever something bad happens, because it's just an experience. I mean, you can see that Thiago Silva was really the only one that kind of... He's the one that kept the cool in the back line when things were getting tough. And, I mean, obviously, we know he's by far the oldest player in the Chelsea squad. So, I mean, I would say maybe it's that inexperience showing a bit in games like this, where we just can't quite stay focused for the entire 90, uh, however many minutes you said we're added on. But at the end of the day... We scored, an, uh, we scored enough goals that even a bit of shaky defense at the end, we still get the three points. And so that what really matters, but right. In a game, especially in a game where maybe it's not as, where a team has much more attacking threat than Lugan, if we if we just click off and then we don't stay focused and we start just letting them get up those chances, I think that definitely ends up, I mean, I, they had enough chances that I'm, that honestly could have been a win for them. So especially if we go up against a team where we're going to have other teams where they have better strikers, no offense, because they were play Lugan strikers performing well, but it's going to be dangerous. So we just need to make sure we stay stay focused for the entire game. But still a good performance because we got that win at the end of the day, and that's what matters. Completely agree, Peter. Uh, luckily, we got the win, right? That's that's the key uh, at, at the end of things. Moving to the stats now, 15-2, to Loontown outshot Chelsea, but shots on target were led by the Blues, 8-6 to there. 52% uh, of possession led to Loontown's way. Passes were very even. Chelsea only completing 10 more than Loontown did. Fouls a lot of them in this match. 21 to 14 is a very physical game between both sides. 
Uh, Chelsea led that. Two yellow cards apiece. Uh, offsides 5-1, Luton Town led that. And then corners, Luton Town, like I said, especially late in the match, had a ton of them. They out-cornered, uh, you could say, or had more corner kicks than Chelsea did by 7-2 to two with this win. Chelsea now moves into 10th in the Premier League. We now are in top 10 standing, which is pretty crazy to say, considering all the last few months have been. Wolves sit in 11th with 28 points as well, but we lead by 4 in the goal differential as plus 3 right now. I already talked about the future for Chelsea. I'll talk about what's bleak for Luton Town. 15 points they have sitting in 18th now. Only teams behind them is Burnley and Sheffield United. Um, Peter, this was a win. With that being said, do you want to do the Chelsea player ratings? I know you're solo today. If you don't, it's okay. But I, oh, well, that means that I just have to because, you know, I have to prove that it's Alex who's holding me back. You know, I got to go like, I'm not going to, I'm no, I'm not going to call my shot like Alex did last episode. But you know, I don't want to. I don't want to jinx anything, but yeah, I want to. I want to do the player ratings. I think we need to. All right. So with that being said, Peter is gonna, I guess, attempt to yeah, prove that he is better than Alex at guessing the player ratings on Goal.com. We'll get into all of that and maybe some more after the break. Stay tuned. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, welcome back to this episode of the Talking Blues podcast. It's player ratings time. Just Peter here for this one. Going to prove how he is better than our missing co-host in this episode, Alex, at guessinggoal.com's player ratings. If you're new here, welcome in. Uh, you know, Alex and Peter normally attempt together to guess these ratings out of 10. And it's very simple. If you don't get it, you'll get it as we go. But we rank it out of 11. And then also Bull.com um, has the manager uh, ranked as well. We get into that at the end. But anyway, the average for Goal.com is a 5. So everyone at home knows or wherever you're listening in the car, who knows? Petrovic, we started that. Peter, go ahead. I mean, I think we just talked about all his heroic saves, you know? keeping us in that game. So I think I'll, I think I'll start off pretty high with an eight. It was a seven for Petrovic, but you were on the right foot. Okay. I had the, uh, I had the idea. See, no, 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 I'm just warming up. You know, I'm warming up. I'm getting, I'm calibrating. I'm calibrating. Of course, of course, of course. Uh, so we have Petrovic with a seven out of 10, not forced into a series save until the 85th minute, but 
he exuded confidence, and with his distribution and willingness to collect crosses, he superbly tipped Morris's header onto the bar. An unlucky, an unlucky his stop. This is the only thing about Code.com. I don't understand how this grammar works. And unlucky his stop. Yeah, unlucky his stop trickled to Adebayo or something it's going to say. Yeah. But how does that... This is not an English podcast, Josh. Let's just move on, please. Bro, unlucky his stop? I've never heard that. Okay. <laughs> At least the words in that order. Malagusto. Yeah. I mean, I feel like he was pretty... Compared to the past few games, he was definitely he was definitely much more innocuous that game. So I think uh I think I'll go five with the average. One for two, you go. Malagusto a five out of ten. Played the odd misguided pass inside his own half, but was otherwise assured until Lewin's lights until Lewin's late flight back caused panic. A couple of dangerous balls into the box weren't capitalized upon. Axel Basasi. I think similar to Malagusto didn't really do anything crazy, didn't really do anything wrong, so I'll go with five. The six for the saucy, one up. Caught out of position at times, but won plenty of balls in the box and made a couple of key tackles too. So you're one for three right now. Just talked about how good he was, Tiago Silva, in this match. I don't know. I mean, I literally felt like every time they had anything dangerous, it was Tiago Silva getting on the ball. So I think it's pretty high. But they didn't give Petrovic a seven. I'm thinking eight, maybe nine, but I think nine is for Cole Palmer. So I'll go eight. It is a nine for Tiago oh, Silva. No, that's deserved though. That's I'm not. I'm not. I'm not bothered. See, rare time I'm not uh, disagreeing with a Gold.com rating. If you've one, seen me up for the episodes, you know how much beef I have with them. Uh, one for four, you go back to his best as he won every challenge, made every block, and cleared every header. Uh, late clearance from under his own crossbar denied Adebayo a dramatic equalizer. That's the one I was talking about earlier. This episode, Levi Cole will be moved to now in the back line. But this is one of his best games in a while. He had that, I think it was on, uh, I think it was on Madueke's goal where he had kind of started that move, winning the ball back and then overlapped up and then kind of played it into whoever was in the middle. I think it was Palmer who got the assist in the end. But... So starting that move could go up to a seven, maybe, but I think he'll go six. It was a seven for oh. Caldwell. <laughs> One for Please five call. now, uh, seven out of ten. Starting to look a little bit more comfortable at left back. Played a key, uh, key role in the buildup to Matawake's crucial strike. Just as Luton were beginning to dominate. All right, we head to the midfield now. Connor Gallagher. I mean, last time I said he had like a pretty poor game and they gave him like a nine or something. So I don't know. I thought he was pretty average, but clearly they love him. So I'll bump that up to a six maybe. Yeah. Perfectly oh, on the okay. dot there. There we go. Two for six now. You are denied by Kaminsky early on, but was otherwise used in a more defensive role and did his job uh, adequately. Don't worry. I can say that word. Moses Caicedo. I thought this was a really good game for Caicedo. This is one of his, another... I mean, he's been playing much better as of late. I think I think he just got in getting used to playing in the Chelsea system. I would probably say eight, but I also thought Petrovic was... A, was Petrovic an eight or a seven? Seven. Okay, then I'll go seven for Caseda. It is a seven for Caseda. A little Eight. bit of a shriek. look at that logic. Look at that logic. Yeah, I mm. believe you're three for seven now. One of his best performances in a Chelsea shirt as he continues to win the ball back and distribute well. Cole Palmer, you talked about him a little bit earlier. You were saving a certain number for him. I was saving the nine. It has to be that nine is always the man of the match. Has to be. 
It is a nine for Cole eight. Palmer. It is yep. three in a row for you. You are now four for eight. I yeah, again, I was just calibrating. Ooh. I was just calibrating. That's all that Outstanding was. Outstanding in his number 10 role. Capitalized on Kabori's mistake to open the scoring before assisting Matawake with one of a number of forward passes he played from space. Showed his superb feat for the clinching third goal, too. Which should have sealed the game, by the way. Anyway, eight. on to our attack. Matawake gets the goal. Did he assist on any of Palmer's ones? I'm not 100% sure on that. Um, I mean, I can get the assist if you want. Nah, it's 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 okay. I'll just say with the goal, I'll probably say seven. It is a seven for Matawake. Look at the streak. I believe that's four in a row, yep. five in total, and you are now five for nine. Did it? Mondo Broja. Oh, didn't really do that much. I think it's pretty average. I'll go five. Four for Brojo, which ah, ends no, the streak. Not the streak. Five oh, for ten. So nice while it lasted. Physicality caused some early problems, but Luton's defense soon got to grips with the Blues' center striker. Couldn't really get into the game before being replaced just past the hour mark. Nico Jackson to end it. See, I thought he was pretty also kind of average, but if they're giving Brojo a four, I think it might be a four for him too. But I'll just, I have to stay with it, you know? I don't, I can't let other ratings affect my rating. Can't be done. Even though I actually did that earlier with Casado. So I guess maybe I'm being hypocritical here. I don't even know what my mind is. This Look at what these ratings do to me. It's so inconsistent. But I'm going to go five because I thought it was also pretty average. All right. End it with a win. And that is exactly what you do. Six for 11. I believe you went in total, which is not bad at all. And you're going to tell Alex, I'm sure, the minute oh, yeah. we hop off this podcast. Mm-hmm. Went on a couple of dangerous dribbles. From the left, but too many often, or but too often made the wrong decision. Did get the assist for Palmer second with a good through ball after turning his man. All right. Quickly, we run through subs. It's actually just one, and it's in Kunku. What did he get? Five. You said, did you say five? Sorry. Definitive five. Yeah. 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 So it is a five. Um, Yeah, it was a five. Uh, it's pretty anonymous after being introduced for the final 30 minutes or so. All right, and then we end with Pochettino. What do you think? Goal.com to end 2023 gave Mauricio Pochettino. I mean, I feel like all those decisions are pretty obvious to be made, so it can't be that high. I think I'll go six. To seven. Ah, I should have corrected in the win. Ah, stupid. Ah. Still uh, needs to find the this ideal. This is like Chelsea. This is like Chelsea. I started so well there in the actual players, and then I, I start losing the grip at the subs and the uh, and the manager. Disappointing. Uh, still needs to find the ideal forward line, but as long as Palmer is playing in behind it, his team has a chance of winning and climbing the table in 2024. So it's all about Palmer, guys, basically, is what Gold.com is saying. I and mean, I agree with it's that. It's not wrong. It's not wrong. We are, to be we are riding Palmer right now. And as long I, as, as we should, if, as long as he's playing like he's playing, I don't think we really need to ride anybody else. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. As long as he continues his hot streak, give me two goals every game, and I think we'll, we'll quickly rise up that table. <laughs> it'll definitely give us a more of a fighting chance against Liverpool. I'll tell you that much. Although, I don't think anything will give us a chance against Liverpool. 
<laughs> Wait, didn't we tie them? Didn't we tie them at the beginning of the season though? And now we're better than we were at the beginning of the season. So, and they're also better than they were at the beginning of the season too. We don't need to talk about them. This is a Chelsea podcast, okay? This is a Chelsea podcast. No need to worry. Don't worry about it. I'll get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wish you guys could see his exp- Josh's expression right now. He's highly skeptical of what I'm saying right now. Yeah, it's ten. It's ten thirty p.m. right now on a Saturday night after we watched the game early this morning, and uh, my mind is kind of getting a little beyond me. And I don't. I just don't know about Peter's uh, talking about how good and bad Liverpool is to to kind of understand what's going on here. But anyway, to everyone listening, by the way, Happy New Year! Uh, you know, welcome Happy to New 20- Year, everybody. Right. I don't know Sorry, if you're listening. Yet. No, you're good. You're good. Of course. Um, I don't know if you're listening in the New Year. For right now, the episode will be released New Year's Eve. So you know. Before that, after that, whatever, just happy new year to you because next time we will speak to you is next year. So uh, throw that in there. We appreciate you supporting and listening to this episode of the Talking Blues podcast. Hopefully Alex can join us for the next one. Hopefully the next one won't be when we're back at college. And I hope we do one more still here. I don't know. I'm like bittersweet about it. Like I want to go back to school, but it's definitely nice being home. And um, I don't know, Peter, what are your thoughts on it? Like I would. I haven't gotten, I haven't seen you in like a, in person in a couple of weeks, actually. So what, what, what are your, what are your thoughts on the whole, I talked to Alex about this already, they're going back to school, not going back to school. I, I, I have no idea. It's 1030. Like you said, my mind's getting ahead of me. This is a deep question. I'm excited, I guess. Cause you know, it's fun, but obviously I want to stay here and I want to watch Chelsea games with you. I want to hang out with you. So, you know, there's positives and negatives. I guess that's the best, most coherent answer you get out of me when I'm tired. So you're welcome, listeners. <laughs> guys, all all guys, meaning listeners, everyone listening to this episode, I'll update you when when Peter is not in his 10:30 minds and he actually gives me a logistical answer uh, yeah, to this next question. episode. See, I'll contemplate, I'll I'll, I'll meditate, and a perfect answer will come to me. I, I just know it. So next episode, you know, I'll hit you with it. You guys, I also want to be back though. Yourself. He's going back in a week, but. I think um, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe we'll record after one of the the cup games. Anyway, that's enough rambling from us. Uh, go follow our social platforms. The TikTok I'm trying to bring back to our Talking Blues Pod, and that's the same username for the Twitter as well. Subscribe wherever you're listening, and uh, rate us five stars. And that's all really I have to say. So for Peter, I'm Josh. Go Blues. We'll see you next time in 2024. Happy New Year, everyone. Peace. <laughs>